0: Hello, welcome to the Art Truth Sports Podcast. This is episode whatever, I don't know. I'm in between classes right now. I'm trying to bang this out before everyone gets home in my house. So it's been, I think it's like three days overdue. I don't know when I usually record it. I think Friday. I think it's Friday, Thursday or Friday, I think is when I usually do it. But we're like a weekend late. Now we're on Monday. Like I said, I'm in between classes. Got a jam. We're banging this out. Hardcore banging it out, you know, snip snap. All right, so um, I got some time. I do have some time, though. I do have some time. So it's episode like five or whatever. All right, um, so sorry if anyone's waiting all weekend for another episode. You know, you know, you shit out of luck. I don't care. Okay, so anyone bitching about me not. Me being three days late, that's too bad. That's too bad. You can cry me a river next time I do that. Because I don't care. Okay. So, first thing, probably the biggest news of the weekend, besides NBA All-Star stuff, is, what well, we're going to get to that later. I was do NBA last for some reason. I don't know. But the biggest news, Fernando Tatis Jr., the dude, like, got, got paid. 14 years, 340 million. And when you see it, everyone's like, holy shit, rightfully so. Everyone's like, holy shit, that's a lot of money. And it is a lot of money. I, I, I would probably literally kill someone to have, or kill multiple people. I'd probably kill 340 people to get that $340 million contract, okay? But when you compare it to all the other guys, it's really not that big. So. He's getting paid twenty four a year and um that is twenty second tied with Stanton. or yeah it, or is twenty second not Ty Stanton he's a little less than Stan, but he's twenty second uh average salary like for the fourteen years and um I don't know three hundred forty i think that's the third most like total, but he's only getting paid twenty four a year, and the market's gonna pass him by because it's fourteen years. He's gonna he's not gonna be, he's not gonna get another contract in his prime, another big boy contract like he did now. So my thoughts on this were that it was very conservative. Um, he took, he took a uh, a long deal, fourteen years. I don't know how how old he's gonna be, but uh. Yeah, it took a long deal, and obviously everyone's comparing it to Trout because Trout's like the dude. And Trout had Trout signed a six-year deal, six- or seven-year deal, when he was the same age as Tatis. Granted, Trout was already like an MVP and stuff, but Trout signed a six-year deal when he was like 22 or whatever, same age as Tatis is now. And then he got another contract just a couple of years ago, That was that was Trout's big boy contract for like ten or twelve years, whatever. But to teach to sign a fourteen year deal, he's going to be, he's going to be thirty, thirty five, whatever. This pretty much his whole career. He's going to be like thirty five, whatever. Granted, he may opt out. I don't know all the deets of it, but if I were him, I would have signed a shorter deal, like five or six years, and got like. Maybe five years, two hundred million or something like that. I don't know. It just struck me as very conservative from Tatis, uh, but obviously it's three hundred forty million dollars, and he's gonna probably double that with endorsements and shit. But yeah, so Tatis got his bag. Um, and on the Padre side, I thought it was kind of I thought it was more risky for the Padres because even though it's not like the most, you're still paying him a lot of money, like 24 million a year is a lot. And even when the market passes him by, it'll still be a lot. And to tease for as good as he is, he's only been in the league and he hasn't even played 162 games. So we don't know, We de- obviously he's so good, but we don't know if he's gonna keep it up. You know what I mean? And because of the 14 years, they're gonna have to keep paying him, you know? Whereas if they just signed him to, like, a five- or six-year deal, you know, if for whatever reason he sucked, you wouldn't have to pay him after the six years or whatever. I don't know. So I thought it was risky for the Padres, conservative for Tatis. Uh, like I said, I would have signed, like, a five- or six-year deal. And I think you couldn't max out that way, barring injury. And another thing that was kind of interesting, you usually, like, Tatis hasn't maybe – like something something to think about that I thought about was like I wonder if he thought about signing it next year after this upcoming season because he could have won maybe if he won MVP he definitely would have gotten more money you know but all he's done is finished fourth in fourth in mVP voting in this in, in a short season granted like this he's insanely good but and he's probably gonna win it so I'm going to segue into the next topic, uh, MVP odds. So baseball season is right around the corner. Use promo code HTP on my bookie to get double your bonus, double your deposit, whatever. So Tatis, he is tied for the best odds, for the odds on favorite in the NL MVP with, Betts, Soto, and Acuna. And uh, Acuna, people were criticizing Tatis for taking a long deal, but Acuna got robbed. Acuna's deal was awful. It was like 10 years, 100 million, or something like that. It was bad. But, um, so Tatis is plus 650 along with the three other guys. Then, Then Bellinger, Freeman, Yelich, Seeger, and Bryce Harper are the other only other guys below plus two thousand. Then we got Lindor at two thousand, the Machado plus twenty five hundred. I'm not gonna bet any MVP. I'm not gonna bet any MVP guys because that's it's such a toss up. If I were to bet although if I were to bet, I might maybe put a unit down on each of the four guys at plus six fifty. But, I mean, even then, like, who knows? You know what I mean? Like Arnaldo plus thirty five hundred. Um, who else? Goldschmidt plus seventy five hundred. You know, I don't see any guys below. I don't see any guys like Miguel Conforto. I don't. I don't. Or Kyle Schwarber. Kyle Schwarber's like top fifteen in odds. I don't see Kyle Schwarber winning. So, I think the best bet would be like. Maybe unit on all the guys at plus six fifty, and then maybe a little bit on Yelich. F- plus fifteen hundred. That seems like good odds. Um, yeah, you know, I don't know. Maybe Lindor. He's New York, big market. I don't know. In the AL, Trout in the so in the NL, plus six fifty was the favorite, and there was four of them. In the AL, Mike Trout plus two thirty five to win is ridiculous. Then Bregman plus 1400. Then we got Judge Glaber Torres. I don't think he's going to win it. Then Jose Ramirez, Jordan Alvarez. I don't see that guy winning either. Rendon. Vlad plus 1800. Then we jumped up to plus 2500 with Stanton Springer, Vlad Jr., and Eloy. See, I'm not gonna bet any of those guys because like Trout's probably gonna win it, but I'm I don't like plus two thirty-five on it. I don't maybe at plus three fifty or something, but I don't like the value on that. Um I do like the value on where is he at? Salvador Perez plus fifty thousand. Salvador Perez's first team all MLB last year. Had he not been out for injury for however many games, he might have won the MVP. I don't even know who because Abreu won it last year. I don't know. That's I, I like I like Perez. I like Salvi at plus fifty plus fifty thousand. That's one dollar to win. Well, fifty dollar or five hundred, I don't know. That's just great odds. I don't know how it's that far back. He's behind. He's behind Adalberto Monsi. That doesn't make any sense to me. I like Monsi. He's a stud. A Rose Arena, plus 15,000. That that actually may be a nice bet right there. If he can can be 80% of what he was in the playoffs last year, he, he, he might be on track to win another another MVP. Yeah, all the white socks. Yeah. Alright. So there's the MVP odds. I don't really care because I'm not betting any of those guys. Uh, But futures, I haven't really looked at this for like division or whatever. Um, I don't really care about this stuff. The real juicy MLB news is coming later. Uh, But... All right, the World Series odds. let's go by division first. I'll give you my top two in every single division. Plus, like, a wild card, maybe. All right, so Dodgers probably going to win, then Padres. Obviously, no one else in that division is contending. Wow. NOS was, like, really good, like, top to bottom really good just a couple years ago. Now they all suck, except the Padres and Dodgers. Minus two sixty for the for the Dodgers, yeah. Plus two hundred for the Padres. That's actually not too bad of odds, honestly. But the Dodgers probably you're gonna win that. Um, I know East Braves. I don't like the Mets. I think the Mets are being overrated. I don't. I they got Lindor, but I don't know. I think the Mets are being overrated. They'll probably still finish second because eh, maybe the Nationals but the Braves are pretty much a lock Uh, plus 135 I may bet that actually Uh, so probably the Braves and Mets even though I don't really like the Mets that much Nationals suck Um, NL Central Cardinals yeah Cardinals are even to win it they're probably going to win. The the Reds. I mean, come on. The Reds are second. have the second best odds. Come on. Yeah. The Brewers plus 400. I thought the Brewers were good. I guess not anymore. Cubs plus 500. Yeah. Cardinals are going to win. I can see the Cubs sneaking in a second. I'm going to have that for my prediction. Cardinals one, Cubs two. I don't know if I like the Reds. They lost Bauer. I don't know about them. I don't know who they got. Honestly, I don't really pay attention to any get to any teams except the Royals and I guess the Cardinals because they're in Missouri. But all right, coming into the AL, here's my league that I pay attention to the most: AL West, A's plus 130, Astros plus 150, Angels plus 375. Uh this is obviously a two team race here A's and Astros are both very good. Angels might be five hundred this year maybe they're not making the wild card Astros and A's actually going back to the you n know, o who's my wild card teams um give me Reds and cubs I guess or no give me Mets. Padres, yeah, what am I talking about? I don't even know how to play. Is it top two? I have no idea, actually. Let me look that up. Play off. I feel like I should know this. Um, let's see. Expanded wild card. Hold up. I feel like I should know this for some reason, but I just don't. Okay, number, so there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So there's eight teams. So that was last year. I don't know if it's going to be. I think they expanded it last year. I don't know if they're doing it again this year. I'm just going to say. I'm just giving the t- I'm just gonna give the division winners, and then two like wild cards besides the division winners. So I'm going chalk, maybe the Astros. I don't care. Then I got A's, Astros, and the Mets. Fuck man, no, yeah, for no, no. There's too many teams. held up, I'm going top two make the playoffs because that's what they did last year, and then I'm going to wild card. All right, so we got. So for the wild cards, I'm going. I'm going Cubs and Reds. I'm going Cubs, and I'm going Cubs and Angels. How about that? We don't really care. AL East. Orioles suck. Red Sox suck. Rays plus four twenty five. Worse size in the Blue Jays. Obviously, defending AL champs, the Tampa Bay Rays. Yankees are gonna run away with that probably, but they're the Yankees and they kind of suck. Uh, yeah, I go Yankees Blue Jays. Actually, I go Yankees Rays. Fuck the Blue Jays in the AL Central. I just missed a division. I oh, don't know. Oh what? Yeah. All right, got Yankees Rays. Probably the Blue Jays will make a wild card then the AL Central is in my division with the Royals. Royals have the second to worst odds. I completely disagree with that. I think the Royals have a legit chance at the wild card. The Royals were like I don't even know. They were they they're going to get a lot they're going to be a lot better than they were last year. I know that for a fact because they got Santana, Benintendi, Singer and Boobear's going to be better. Monteith and Merrifield were in the slumps. Yeah, our Royals were twenty six and thirty four. They were nine games back of the Indians. I think we can we can pass the Indians this year. I, people call me crazy. People laugh at me for saying that, but the Tigers are dog shit. The Indians lost Lindor and Carrasco. I know they have McKenzie and that other dude who tosses way over the head, but I think it's a bullpen guy. They lost Clevenger. I know Clevenger. They lost Clevenger too. They sold. They sold their entire team. I think the Royals are going to beat out the Indians this year. Um, I bet on the Royals to win the division, just as at plus thirty six hundred, just because I wanted to, not because I actually think they're going to win. Because I don't think they're going to win. I think they're going to finish third in the division, but I would not be shocked if they won it because I think they're legit going to be good. Um so we got the White Sox and the Twins. One of those guys are gonna win. It's gonna be White Sox Twins first and second or second and first, whichever. And then I have the Royals third in the division, and then Indians Tigers. Tigers are awful. For the wild card I have I have the Rays, I have the Rays and the Royals. I think those are gonna be the wild card teams. Um, I don't see anyone else. Maybe maybe the Red Sox because they're Boston, but I don't know. They're selling people too. We still don't know where Jackie Bradley Jr. is going. I mean, spring training has started and it's still not signed. I mean, yeah, so I got Royals in the wild card. There's no – right, I'm looking on Bovada right now and there's no odds – to make the to make or miss the playoffs, but I would assume the Royals have great odds to make to to make the playoffs. Probably plus one thousand or something like that, and I would bet that. I think that's a good bet. If they have expanded playoffs, I don't even know if they. have. I don't even know how many teams make the playoffs, so I don't know what I, I could be talking on my ass right now. But that's how I think the divisions are going. Um, I'm not, I don't really care about an in-depth breakdown. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay, NL pennant odds, dodge plus 170, I'm not betting anything. Padres plus 425, that seems like a good bet. Don't really care. Uh, my World Series pick. So, I'm going to say Padres, NL, and then I'm going to say... And then I'm going to say White Sox NL because those are the two coolest teams by far. White Sox and Padres. And then my World Series pick. I'm going to say the Padres because I don't want the AL team to win. So there it is. Padres plus 700. White Sox plus 850. So that's like the second most. That's the second best odds because the most favored are Dodgers and Yankees. So, Padres White Sox book it. That's my World Series pick. Padres White Sox. Okay. So now, like I said, I don't know the rules of the MLB this year regarding how many teams are in the playoffs, but three rules that I do know that they voted in this year. I voted in maybe as Manfred being a dictator evil dictator but no universal dh that's the first one that's probably the least like that's probably the one that least bothers me because one who really cares right who cares if there's a dh right but at the same time like i don't care if there's a dh i don't care if the pitchers hit just make the make the same rules like across the board like it's so stupid how you have teams that have like it's a different game. It's the you have to build the rosters differently because there's different rules. I just think that's stupid. Like have pitchers hit or don't have pitchers hit. Like it's not that it's not that difficult. It's not that hard. It's easier. As a matter of fact, it's easier to have the same rules because you don't have to worry about I don't know. I think it's stupid. And Another, like, tangent off this. Someone said, uh, no free clout, but someone in the media said, he put he tweeted a picture, a video of pitchers taking BP, and they were just bunting, and he's like, you want to see, and he's like, and the caption was like, you want to see bunting? Like, he was, it was an ad for a D8, for Universal DH, and it said, you want to see pitchers bunting? I was like, yeah, I do want to see Universal DH, but... Bunting, you taking a sh- direct shot at bunting for no reason, it's retarded. And like, people, I don't know, I'm pro, I'm the most pro bunting guy you'll ever find. I, like, if you want to watch home runs, watch a home run derby. We have one every single year. You can watch a home run derby if you want to watch home runs. But if you want to watch baseball, right, then have, then fucking bunt, right. We have home run derbies for a reason. That's to see people mash, right? I'm pro-bunting, right? That's my take on that. Okay. Another one. This one and the next one are kind of like tied. They're kind of like equally just ridiculous. Seven inning double headers. Like, yeah, when you look at it, it's like, it's like, yeah, seven inning double headers. Let's not keep the games going or whatever. But like, two questions like why not just make why do you have seven inning double headers? two one like why not just make every game seven innings right and I somehow this related to COVID or whatever which is stupid but like seven inning double headers it's understandable like I kind of get it but like why don't you just make every game seven innings if you want the game to last to last shorter and then another suggestion just don't play double headers like you already play enough games, anyways. I have a solution for this. Just don't play the double headers. Like, you don't have to. Like, you don't have. Like, we're going to get to the solution later. But just don't play double headers. Then, this one's offensive. Runner on second base to start extra innings. Like, what are you doing? Like, we're not. This is the MLB. We're not in high school, doing like situational drills. This isn't some high. Sc- this isn't junior babe trying to get the game over with because all the parents want to go home and eat lunch. This is stupid. Run on second base to start extra innings. Might be the dumbest thing ever. I kind of got it when you're doing a 60-game season and you're just like, fuck it. Let's just fuck all this up. But now we're back to 162 games, right? It's just so stupid. Like, here's my, here's my solution. I, here's my solution for it. Right? 162 games are already too much. Also, another thing, just don't play extra innings. Like, why do we have to play extra innings? First, just have ties. Because if you're looking at this under-the-umbrella take of 162 games is already too much, which it is, you can just say, have ties, right? Just don't play extra innings. Have ties. That's very simple second um for the double headers just don't play the games like just don't play have like if a game gets rained out just don't play the game like it's pretty simple just don't play the have have there be a minimum games of like 140 or 150 however many of the TV contract needs right and then yeah if you have some and then have some makeup days you know have the games be spaced out further apart I know they're just like series and kind of difficult but maybe have maybe have like not a week off but maybe have maybe have just a couple of days off for no reason for just some makeup whatever if you need to make it up but like just don't play double headers and then you won't have to worry about making the game shorter when you can just not play the double headers because even if a team only plays 150 games compared to the 162, like, what does the 12 games matter? Because you're, you know, you know what I mean? Like, you're playing 100, that's already way too many games. I can only imagine this because TV, and, but, and, but the real reason is, the real reason is, the whole irony of this is that they have to play the 162 because they're so bad, MLB is so bad at growing their game, I know it's cliche, but they're so bad at growing the game that their main revenue is charging a hundred dollars to park and fifty dollars for food and concessions at the game. That's the in seat revenue is like their mainstream. It's so stupid. That's kind of the irony of it. Uh, so that's my that's my huge rant on MLB. Um, fuck Rob Manfred. Fuck you, Rob Manfred. You suck. You're an awful commissioner. I've heard Gary Bettman's bad, but I don't really care about hockey. So you suck. You're the worst commissioner on my book. Resign. Make anyone else commissioner. Literally anyone else. Have Adam Silver be the commissioner of the NBA and the MLB. I don't. I'm not a huge Adam Silver guy, but he seems competent. Unlike Rob Manfred. It's just ridiculous. So don't play 162 games. Don't play doubleheaders. Don't play extra innings. Simple. Then you don't. Then you won't have to worry about pitchers' arms wearing out or whatever, whatever. You know. And if you buy, t- if you buy a ticket to a game, and it gets rained out and they don't make it up, give them their money back. Not difficult. Not hard. You know. Or just give him a... Or, or you know, it's a better solution. Or just give them a ticket to another game because no one goes to your games anyways. Because MLB is garbage and your commissioner sucks and is incompetent. So, ridiculous. I think that's a pretty good solution. You know, I don't know what the TV contracts are like, but each, of them, each team has their own separate thing, so that shouldn't really matter, honestly. So on the NFL, it's off season, but it's the NFL, so there's never an off season. Carson wants to Indy. Um, That's pretty obvious. You know, everyone knew that was going to happen. Uh, so my thoughts for this deal. Uh, okay, so. Carson Wentz, in case you missed it, which you probably didn't, Carson Wentz traded the Colts for a second-round pick or for a third-round pick this season and a second-round pick next year that is conditional. So I think it's like if Carson Wentz plays like 75% of the games, I don't know how many games that is, if he plays seventy-five percent of the games, that becomes a first-round pick, right? So, pr- more than likely, a first and a third-round pick. From a, a first and a third-round pick for Carson Wentz. So, my thoughts were: it's a good trade for both teams. Carson Wentz was not working in Philly. It, it Philly's a dumpster fire. So like. Nothing's working in Philly, but my, my my logic is, people were saying that Carson Wentz wouldn't get traded because there's a cap hit, and I'm saying that's retarded because you're still paying him anyways. You're sti- in this scenario that I broke down. This is my reasoning as to why Carson Wentz would get traded and why he should have been traded, right for what he. Was traded for it, right? So I, I said, it's my so I said I'd rather have I'd rather have a first and a third round pick and a, cap, a huge cap hit on my team that's gonna suck anyways. So it, it doesn't matter because your team sucks anyways, you know what I mean? So, so like, I'd rather have the picks and a huge cap hit." then 80% of that cap hit, not the picks, and a player that's always going to do is hold the clipboard and cause a major QB controversy on your team. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're paying Carson once. The cap hit for once is more than you would be paying him, but, like, you're still paying him a ton of money, even if he is on your team. So you might as well get some picks for it. You know what I mean? Like, it's stupid. So they did it. They got two picks back. I think it's a great deal for the Eagles. I think it's a great deal for the Colts. I'm more I'm a Carson Wentz defend. I'm a Carson Wentz truther. I think he's really good. He's obviously in a horrible situation. Philly's a dumpster fire. Right. I'm not saying Carson Wentz MVP. I'm not saying Carson Wentz, you know, Super Bowl. But I'm saying Colts playoffs. I'm saying the Colts. I predicted the Colts would beat the Bills last year in the playoffs. They should have, but uh, incompetent coaching is, you know, the theme I always point to the NFL, and that was the reason why they lost to the Bills. But they should have beat them, right? And my thing was if they had a competent quarterback, not Phil Rivers, then they would have won. And I think they're legit contenders if they have a quarterback. Carson Wentz is perfect. Right, I'm not predicting he's gonna to return to MVP form like he did in Philly with Reich, but I'm not saying he's not gonna do that. So say what you will about that. Um, and the whole situation's funny because like the Eagles are just a giant dumpster fire, and like the Eagles, like the fan, every every Philly fan is complaining that they traded Wentz when like it's like why it's like it wasn't working out and even if it was working out even if Carson Wentz even if Philly thought Carson Wentz was going to be good like you can't bench him and then bring him back and then bench Jalen Hurts who he just took a second round pick on which is stupid Jalen Hurts second round pick will always be stupid no matter how good he is unless he's unless he makes unless he wins an MVP it will always be stupid Right, and then you you can't just bench Jalen Hurts because he showed moments last year. And I was like, and I was like, uh, I tweeted something. I was like, uh, I said it was something about like you can't bench Wentz, or you can't you can't bring Wentz back and bench Hurts after Hurts was good last year. And the guy's like, when was when, when was Hurts good last year? And I'm like, does that matter? I was like, that doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter how good Hurts was. You can't bring back Wentz. It doesn't make any sense. Because there's still going to be a QB controversy because you, you took the second rounder on Jalen Hurts for no reason. So that's my take on it. Um, yeah, Eagles are stupid. They're a dumpster fire. It won't matter, anyways, because. The organization's awful, so Colts got their franchise quarterback, so that's what to think about. I think the Colts are legit contenders. I'll probably bet they're over next year on wins. So, huge Colts fan. Not like a Colts fan, but I just think I just think they're really good. That's what I mean. All right. Um. So now onto the NBA, the NBA, the NBA, we got All-Stars. Um, so we got the starters here, pretty much as expected. There's one snub uh, in the East, they went chalk. KD, Giannis, Embiid, Beal, and Irving. You know, obviously. Then in the West, Curry, LeBron, Jokic, Kawhi, and Luka. Luka Doncic. Get out of here. Luka is probably my big, my Mount Rushmore of guys. My my Mount, I don't know what a Mount Rushmore three guys plus an honorable mention is. But I have a Mount, it's a Mount Rushmore, but there's only three guys. And then there's one like off to the side or whatever. It's like a really small or maybe on the bottom and no one can really see it. But my Mount Rushmore frauds is Rudy Gobert, Giannis, and and Luca. Those are the three guys. I think they're I think they suck. I don't I'm not gonna say they suck, but like very overrated. And the fourth guy is Brandon Ingram. But I think Brandon Ingram has legit potential, but right now not the biggest Brandon Ingram fan. So Luca No reason for him to be starting over Dame. I think Dame got more votes than, like, two of the three, like, fan coaches and players or whatever, or fan median players or whatever. Right. So that was a big snub. I mean, Damian Lillard's playing an MVP. He's a legit MVP candidate. No reason Luka should be ahead of him. Especially when the Blazers are winning games and the Mavericks. All right, I just had to get a good drink of water. Um, it's rough doing the solo. It's, hu- it's hard. It's very hard. Granted, I don't do much prep for it because who cares yet. But like, if anyone wants to come on, you're more than welcome. And you, gotta take anyone, literally anyone. Come co-host with me um so i just went over the starters i think hope we don't fuck up the editing we got those guys all right here's my reserves pick we do have time we still got like an app like 50 minutes of time here i'm gonna drink this dead air all right so here's my my reserves so Okay, we got Harden. He's a lock. Obviously, Harden. I have Jalen Brown, obviously. I have Jason Tatum, obviously. My Jason Tatum stock. That Pelicans game was so good. I bet the under on it. And overtime screwed me over. And I lost the bet in overtime. Barely. There was only one point scored in like the first four minutes of overtime. right. But the under was a lock. I said, put all the boys on the under. And regulation went under, but goddamn overtime killed us. Right. So we got Harden, Tatum, Brown, Julius Randle. I think Julius Randle is a lock. I don't see how. I don't I don't see like Julius Reynolds balling. The Knicks are in the playoffs. Granted, their game under five hundred, but they're in the playoffs. We've got the seven seed too. Only game behind the Celtics. I don't see any way you can leave the leave Randall off. Shoot like forty percent from three. What what's the stats looking like? I looked at all this when I was typing up my notes, but. 23, 11, and five and a half assists. I mean, come on, 40, 41 percent from three on four and a half shots a game. I mean, that's ridiculous. Leading the Knicks to a playoff spot, the Knicks. He's leading the Knicks to a playoff spot. I mean, come on, he's an All Star. I don't, I don't see who you would put put ahead of him. Then I have. I have two more Philly guys. I have Simmons and Harris. Um, Tobias Harris is a stud. Ben Simmons also a stud. I know I kind of, I'm kind of harsh on like guys who can't shoot. But I'm oddly a kind of big Ben Simmons fan. I think he's really good because he's a, he's a point guard. Yeah, and my theory is if you're a point, if you're a legit point guard, you got to be able to shoot. Granted, now, I don't think Ben Simmons will ever be top tier or whatever, but I think he's really good. I think he's a deserving of an all-star, especially because the Sixers are in the one seed. They've been great. I had Simmons and Harris. So I got two Sixers, two Celtics, Harden. And I got Randall. And then we got Zach Levine. Zach Levine is my only all-star who is currently not in the playoffs. They're game back at the playoffs. But, I mean, he's been insane. I mean, he's incredible. 30 points a game, pretty much. 43% from three. 52 from the field. Ridiculous along with five assists and five rebounds. I mean, that's ridiculous. There's no way he's not an all-star. I don't see I don't know who else would be an all I just Sabonis. I didn't have any Pacers or Raptors. I didn't have Middleton. Um uh, I don't know. I don't I don't think that I mean the Bucs are 18 and 13. That's not insane. I can understand where Middleton's a lock when the Bucks are the one seed and everyone and they're putting up historic numbers, but they're not this season. They're the three seed, you know. The Pacers are the four seed, but they're five hundred. Only one game above five hundred. And I think, I think I think I think I think Tobias Harris was a lock for an all star, and I think I'm giving Simmons over Sabonis because they're the one seed. Then obviously, Julius Randle. I mean, he's tearing it up. He's balling. Carrying the Knicks. Absolutely carrying them. My throat's sore again. I'm going to take another drink of water. No ice. Straight water. So, I don't. You can debate. I don't have any heat. I don't have Bam or Jimmy. They're the 10 seed. Four games below five hundred, like you can either like you got for my all star criteria you gotta be winning or you gotta put up like insane numbers like Zach Levine has, but Julius Reynolds doing both. I guess he's not winning, but they're in the playoffs. So like that that counts as winning to me. So those are my guys. Those are my guys in the East. I don't see Sabonis, so Jimmy, Bam, maybe Siakam, I guess. I don't know, but those are my guys. And you can convince me. You can try to debate me, but like, I was. I pretty much. There's pretty much no hesitation in who I'm putting in for the East, right? And then for the West, um, for the West, I have Damian Lillard. Obviously, be should be starting. He's an MVP candidate. Logo Lillard is back this season. He's incredible. Absolutely incredible. I have Anthony Davis. Uh people said someone said someone in the media said Anthony Davis isn't an all star. But I mean he's Anthony Davis, so I gotta put him in there. You know, he's probably the best defensive player in the NBA. And I gotta put him in. Then I got Got Dame A D. Then we got Paul George in there. Paul George Paul George and Kawhi are locks for all stars every year. Clippers or what? Two seed? Three seed. They're three seed. You gotta have him in there. He's balling. I mean, there's no need for me to like to go over the uh To like to like go over the go over the stats because who cares right yeah I'm not doing a live debate over here I'm talking to myself you know try to make this quick try to get try to get through this podcast quick Get no listeners, come back next week, and we're just staying on the grind, even though no one listens to it. But listen, man. Listen, remember the name, because in a couple of years, we'll be on the top, baby. We'll be on the top, baby. So we got Paul George, Dame, AD. Then got Donovan Mitchell. I think Donovan Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell's a lock. Uh, Jazz are tearing it up. They've been the best team in the league. Or they have the best record. Like they're what two and a half games above the Lakers, and they're like four games above the Sixers, who are the ones in the East. Mitchell's in there, and then for the other two, I think these two were kind of debatable in the West, um, because you have Zion, kind of spoiling it because I don't have Zion in there. I don't have Brandon Ingram. Right. Uh, I don't have any Nuggets. Another one, I have Chris Paul and Devin Booker. The Suns are legit. The Suns are really good. They're really fun to watch. They're the four seed. They're pretty much... Everyone besides the Jazz is actually never mind not even close there are two games back the 2 seed um of the lakers which has are really good chris paul and devin booker both putting up great statistics i don't i don't think you can argue with both of them and then for the 7th for the 7th guy i have My official one, it hurts so bad to do this. I hated myself doing this, and I get mad at, like, the media and people doing this every day, doing things by position and stuff, but, like, for my reserves, the only big man I the only forward I have, maybe you could say Paul George is a forward, but the only forward I have is Anthony Davis. And I wanted to put DeMar DeRozan in there so bad. But I had to put Gobert in. I hate Rudy Gobert. He's so bad. But the Jazz the Jazz are have been by far the best team this season. And Gobert is a big man. And so I guess I gotta put Gobert. I know that's really political, but fuck uh, I put the de, put de Rosen in there but if my my political answer is go bear, but my heart says DeRozan Rosen uh, or maybe Zion I don't but the the Spurs are good for some reason. I swear there's a six seed pelicans suck. Even though they just beat the Celtics, which is an insane game, I was gonna say that's what I ever had to say. I was gonna say uh, Jason Tatum. My Jason Tatum stock. We're going. We're at the moon right now. We are at. We're not going to the moon. We are at the moon. We're. We have already colonized it. We are now building our rocket ship to go to Mars. Uh, after the two hit a game. What was it? Game, game, uh, game. Go! He had a go-ahead shot, the spin move. Uh, maybe it was Bledsoe on him. I don't know. With like forty seconds left, maybe something else. And then he had like the floater to tie the game and send it to overtime. He's insane. I'm rich off Jason Tatum's stock. Uh, not actually, just kind of like theoretical, but. I think that's what people need to do. Like people need to like state their claim like they're buying someone's stock cuz that's like one way to judge them. So I guess I guess that's to say that I'm good at watching basketball. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. So my Jason but anyways, Jason Tatum is so good. I bet on him, I bet on him for MVP this year. I'm going to bet on him for MVP every year because I think he's going to win an MVP. If you didn't miss all the games this year, they might be contenders. Even though they lost in overtime and blew a 20-point lead, Jason Tatum's a really good. So those are my guys. So just to recap, in the East, I got Harden, obviously. Tatum Brown, obviously. Randall putting up crazy stats, carrying the Knicks to the playoffs. Harrison Simmons. One seed, both studs. Harris is a lock. Simmons, I'm giving it to him because he's the first seed. And then Levine, I think he's a lock too, putting up crazy stats. And he's really exciting. Also, with Levine, I don't know if he's going to be in the dunk contest, but I'm just going to assume he is. I don't know if they've announced dunk contest people yet. But if you're putting in someone in the dunk contest, I'd like to see him in the all-star game more than not. Just because, like, I don't know. I don't know. It's just kind of my thought process behind it. I don't know. I like to see Levine in the All-Star game. He'll throw down some cool dunks. And he's has the stats, right? Not in the playoffs. His team sucks. I think Levine is an empty stats guy, but like the stats I mean there's a lot of empty stats that he's putting up this year, so I gotta give it to him. In the West we got Dame, MVP candidate, Anthony Davis, because he's Anthony Davis. Paul George, three seed. We got Mitchell. Jazz have to have one all star for being the one seed, so I'm giving it to Mitchell. Then we got Paul and Booker. The Suns are good. Suns are legit. They're exciting. They're the four seed. Paul and Booker putting up really good stats. By far the best two guys on the team. And for the seventh seed, fuck it. DeMar DeRozan. Uh have got to admit, I have not watched a second of the Spurs this season, but they are the sixth seed. I've been on record of saying that the Spurs are the, uh, in the tier for most irrelevant on the first tier for most irrelevant teams in the NBA, and I stand by that. But I'm going to put DeMar DeRozan in there because DeMar DeRozan's cool as fuck, and they're the sixth seed, and DeMar DeRozan's bawling, and I don't want to put Gobert in there. So Dame, 80 PG Mitchell, Chris Paul, Booker, and and DeRozan all right so we got some listener questions they aren't listener questions probably but I'm just going to call them listener questions because that'll make it seem like we have listeners even though we don't so listener questions this isn't a voicemail because I don't have the resources I don't have the time I don't have I don't have the care to record and set a phone number for voicemails. so it'd be pretty cool but like I said no one listens to it no one's gonna call in but i'm calling it listener questions so next segment listener questions trade package for drummond um this is just a Cavs fan probably that doesn't know what he's talking about he's just in denial they're not trading andre drummond um his contract's too big I was in the trade for machine for like five seconds, and I realized, oh my God, he's getting paid twenty eight million dollars. Granted, he is expiring, but like, like his, it, no one like his contract's too big. You know, obviously you want to have a big expiring contract to trade for other bad contracts, but like, I mean, it, Drummond's twenty-eight mil. No one has anything to match it. He's just gonna get bought out. And sign him with the Nets most likely. People were saying a Raptors trade for Drummond. I don't see like. I don't. I don't. I don't get like who. Like who are the Ra- Who do the ha- Raptors have to trade? Like the 28 million is too much to match. I think. I don't know if they have like. I was just on the ESPN trade machine, so I know. I know that's not like 100 percent accurate. But like. I I thinking think it's too big, so. To answer you, no trade package for Drummond because his contract's too big. So, Cavs are kind of SOL. Right. Another one. Are these 76ers legit? I'd say... Now, legit. Do I think they're going to make the finals? No. But... They're the one seed. They're really good. Embiid is... Embiid... Joel Embiid is legit. I mean, that guy's insane. And my answer to this... My answer to the question, are the 76ers legit, is... If they stay healthy, I'm going to put them in my legit contenders tier. I would be surprised if they made the finals. I'm kind of... I'm on the line of surprise and I'm looking over to the side of, I would be shocked. I'm kind of towing the line between surprise and shocked if they were to make the finals. The Celtics are my pick to win the East. I think it's between the Celtics and the Nets, but the Celtics are my pick. So, are the 76ers legit? Yes, but it doesn't matter. Third question... Are the Jazz legit? Um, so, the fact that this question even has to be asked will give you the answer no. Because they suck. Rudy Gobert sucks and he's our second best player. I th- I will I, I guess he's our second best player. But no, they're not legit. Um, um, let me do a quick Western Conference rankings real quick. Here's my Western Conference power rankings. Lakers, Clippers, not necessarily in order, but just teams I put above the Jazz. So Lakers, Clippers, Suns, Blazers, Nuggets. So we got one, two, three, four, five, six. The Jazz are the sixth team at best. I don't think they can compete with the Suns, Clippers, Lakers, Blazers, or Nuggets. So So there you go. Those are that's the hard truth of are the Jazz legit the jazz are a legit regular season team but that doesn't matter. Rudy Gobert sucks. The Jazz screwed themselves over for however many years the Gobert's contract is. Let me just give you a live reaction to another look at Rudy Gobert's contract. Let me just google it. Again, I know it's the third best in in uh NBA history here. Let's see. Sparak we go loading up here we go active um upcoming (laughs) oh my god jazz are fucked they're so fucked they're fucked until 2026 and 2026 i mean that is like 2026 that's that I mean, that's so far away. I mean, everyone like twenty twenty six. LeBron may be gone by then. I mean, it's, LeBron like twenty twenty six is not even like a thing that you should be thinking about. So the Jazz are screwed for for the foreseeable future. Foreseeable future plus um, they're screwed. I mean, my God. He's going to get paid $46 million when he's 33. <laughs> what a joke. They're so fucked. Jazz are screwed. I don't think they'll ever make the Western Conference Finals with Gobert onto that contract. Um, so, yeah. Um, there it is. That's the pod. Um, I'm just going to go over, I guess... No, I'm not, actually, because, yeah, there it is, Uh, that's the podcast, Um, like I said, putting out the bat signal for everyone who wants a podcast, come co-host this for free, you're not getting paid, Uh, probably won't get much clout either, but, you know. If you're like me and wanna come talk sports because it's just in your head all day and you have to get it out somehow. There you go, just whatever contact me on my business email that doesn't exist. Okay. Um so there it is. There's the R Truth Sports episode five I think. There it is. Uh see uh